You're tuning in to the Technician Academy podcast. Thanks to all of our returning listeners. And if it's your first time tuning in, we really hope that you enjoy the discussion. Every other week, our hosts bring in respected industry leaders and the industry thought leaders of tomorrow to share their expertise with you. This week, we've invited our all-time favorite driver, Miss Megan Meyer of Randy Meyer Racing and Megan Meyer Racing to join us on the mic. Megan discusses the tremendous success that she and her team have had this year, as well as what we can expect for the 2019 season. Megan also talks about our respect is learned in the pits contest and who this year's winner is. She explains what the winner can expect while in the pits with Randy Meyer Racing at the Chevrolet Performance US Nationals, the largest drag racing event in the world. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe to our channels and rate us on iTunes. We welcome your suggestions and your comments, especially if there is someone that you would like to hear from or if you would like to join the conversation. Freely shoot us a message or give us a call today. Thanks again for tuning in. Here's your host. Welcome to today's Technician Academy podcast. We're fortunate enough to have two guests with us in the studio today. One, Megan Meyer, the team manager of Randy Meyer Racing and driver of the Megan Meyer Top Alcohol Dragster. And we've got Sean Collins, the founder of Technician Academy. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Hello, Richard. Hello, Megan. Hi, guys. And glad to be on with you today. Well, we're glad to have you, Megan. And, uh, you know, you're starting out. I mean, we're in mid-year now, basically, of the season. Uh, tell the listeners where you're at as far as the standings and, and in the racing. Well, currently, I am second in both national and regional standings. Um, this past weekend, we had a regional race at my home track in Topeka, Kansas, and um, I had a semifinal finish, which um, I'll touch on that later for points, but I just want to give a shout out to my sister, Rachel, who is, um, she only races part-time with us, but she got her first win in the top alcohol dragster class this weekend. Um, she made it all the way, she qualified number two and um, just kicked butt each round and just did better and better as she went. And she um, had the best car in the final round, and she um, she definitely earned it. So we're all very happy for her. And so she has been bumped up into third place in points right behind me. So it'll be cool to see at the end of the year where we both finish. Um, but um, she only races about five or six times a year because she is a full-time a product engineer at a very large international engineering firm in Southwest Missouri. So um, she doesn't get a race full time with us, but she does have a super comp car that she gets to bracket race on the weekends. And there's a local drag strip down there where she gets to go out and have fun and race eighth mile down there with um, all of our friends that we grew up racing with that had continued in the sport. So um, she does a great job and she also works on the car. She's um, she does her own clutch in between rounds. So basically she has to take out the clutch pack, which is like 5 million degrees hot <laughs> and then right. put it, put in a fresh clutch pack which is um for discs and floaters and 
assemble it all back together and then go make another pass and then repeat each round. So she, uh, she loves to get dirty and she actually gets mad when you tell her to go wash her face or wash her hands. Cause she's proud of the dirt and the grease. I was going to say that's like the cleanest job in the entire pit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. So, um, so yeah, so she will wear that all day long and be proud of it. And so, uh, so yeah, we're just all really happy for her. She definitely earned that win and, um, her pre, previous race was in Tulsa, which is where we got to race together in the final round. And it was the most exciting race ever. Uh, we've been waiting years to have the chance to race together. And I got her on the finish line by about a foot. And so it was a very close race. Um, I just got the starting line advantage with the better reaction time and just held out in front long enough to get that win. So a very fun weekend, but um, I am a little bummed that I did not get to make it to the final round to race against her again. And with that semifinal finish, I actually didn't gain or lose any points because I was um, replacing a semifinal finish already so i stayed where i was i am one point behind the leader of the national points and so kind of the way how the system works between national and regional points is that the national um series is 10 races that we do in a year and we travel all over the country for it so we can go from california to florida to pennsylvania and um pick 10 NHRA national events to choose from to race. And then they take your best seven out of 10 and count those for points. And then they'll take three of your best five regionals and count those towards national points. And so we do have a separate series, which is the region, which is just Midwest. So it goes from um, Minnesota down to Texas and Louisiana And so we just race in our area. You can race outside of your region and count those for points. Um, Only up to two races, you can do that. So basically, um, for his national points, I didn't gain or lose anything, which um, I really needed this weekend. So unfortunately, we didn't get that extra point to move up in the first place and as far as region i am currently tied for first place so um the guy who is in first place he um i took him out first round but um with the points that he got from first round and the points that i got from going on a second round has us tied right now so again if i would have made it onto the finals i would have had the extra um 10 15 points at for a runner-up finish um, to get bumped up into first place. So that's okay. We still have uh, about six more races left on the schedule to do. So I um, still have plenty of time to make up points and uh, get both championships by the end of the year. Well, I, I wonder, I mean, when you first started talking about Rachel and her win, and I could hear a definite amount of pride in your voice about your little <laughs> sister winning, but what happens on the starting line when you're both side by side? Um, it's kind of just do the best you can and winner take all. Um, my sister and I are extremely competitive with each other because we have grown up racing together and um, just even at school and cheerleading at home. Um, 
with just any sport we did, we always did it together. So we're always competing with each other, always trying to be the best, always just one-upping each other. So um, in Tulsa, when we raced together, it was actually, um, there was really no hard feelings about it and no pressure going into the final round because as a whole team, we were excited that we got both of our cars into the finals. We were number one and two qualifiers and we were the best cars there that entire weekend. So we did the best job we could and we were just happy that we were going to take home first and second place, which is really unheard of for, um, for us or really for any team that has two cars in our class. So we were just happy about that, but I was, um, I was really happy <laughs> that I did get the win the first time, but um, I was extremely happy for her to get the win the second time. So we have one more race that we will do together this year, which is in St. Louis. And so we'll see at that race if we get the third chance to see who's the best out of the both of us. Well, that's, that's exciting. I mean, <laughs> having, having that together and, and being able to race and still yet uh, at the end of the race, who, no matter who wins, you can, you can congratulate him. Yeah, uh, Megan, I did want to. Richard, can you believe uh, there is a, another time that Rachel came in? For, she was the first of the uh, Meyer sisters to be on the Technician Academy podcast that is now over, what, this will be our second year in, in podcast universe? That's true. Yeah, she was. Uh, Back in December, I knew it had been a while back, but uh, maybe we'll have to get her back on here. I'm sure she'll be just as proud of where her sister's at as as what you were, Megan. There's no doubt. No doubt. So as as team manager of Randy Meyer Racing, what does a, tell our listeners what, what that day involves? Um, so basically what I do is I handle um, all of the sponsor relations, communication between sponsors and drivers and all of our crew members and um, our operation is a little different than what you would think of for like a top fuel team where their crew is with them 24 seven. They're always handling the car. They go with them to the shop. They live where the car is and their headquarters are at. For us, it's a little different because we have two guys that are full-time employees with us that handle the transportation to and from the racetrack, um, setting up the pit area, getting the cars put together and ready to go race. But then we have a handful of guys that will fly in on a Thursday night and come and work for the weekend and then go back home Sunday night after the race or Monday morning and go back to their regular job and their life. And so we have um, about a dozen crew guys on our team that are just scattered all over the United States. And these are just friends that we've made over the years of racing. And my dad began racing in the seventies. And so he's been around it forever. And I grew up with it my whole life. And so um, we've been able to establish really good connections with really good people that are dedicated to the sport and they want to spend their vacation days at the drag races working and volunteering their time to um, come work on our team. So, um, so I'm in charge of logistics, handling their air, airplane, um, 
flights and rental cars, getting them to and from the track if they need a hotel, where they're going to stay at, stuff like that. And then also, um, as far as taking care of the cars with the wraps and decals that go on it for each different race and for each different driver that we have for the different events and also um, just ordering parts and supplies that we need for the truck and trailer, for the shop, um, all the hospitality stuff that we need for the weekend. And um, so kind of just a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. Now, Megan, you know, for the listeners, uh, do you have an automotive degree or uh, I believe we share a, a similar uh uh, education background is is that right? Yes, um, I have a degree in graphic design, and um, so with that, I do update the uh, Randy Meyer website and my own website, Megan Meyer Racing, and all of our social media pages, and just to keep everybody updated what our drivers are doing because um, you know not all of our races are televised so it's um important just to keep information out there and um email sponsors telling them we're going to be at this race with this driver and um and then sending them an update after the event of how we did with press release and things like that so um i kind of fell into graphic design just by doing all this work while I was growing up with racing, coming from a junior dragster to a super comp dragster, I was already handling um, website, social media stuff for our team. And so um, going into marketing and graphic design was just something that came natural to me when I graduated from high school and went into college. And um, I did have a thoughts about going into communications as well but I took a few classes and then um just didn't like it all the writing that we had to do I just kind of fell out of love with it so I dropped the marketing and dropped the communications and just stuck with graphic design and I absolutely loved the program that I went through because um it really touched on the technical side of graphics and output of printing and um, output of digital marketing. So I really got a very uh, rounded education going there. And I told my teachers that I was using this for a race team. And so they really helped me come up with unique things that I could bring back to our team to take to sponsors and show them how I can market our team differently than what other teams do. Oh, I can tell you that, that, uh, you know, those uh, Randy Meyer racing, uh, dragsters they look phenomenal if you would you know here at technician academy it, it is about technology it is about education do you want to talk a little bit about the stem program that you've worked with uh your uh former college with yeah so while i was going to school about um my junior year into my sophomore year i got introduced to the department of education in the technology center and so basically how that happened was they saw a newspaper article that the community did about my sister and I being drag racers racing at the local track down there at our school. And, um, and so the head of the department reached out to me and we were in the same building. So it, it was just a coincidence that we had met already. And he offered me a job to be the department graphic designer. 
And I immediately said yes, because I love just the idea of um, diversifying and getting um, experience in another industry. And so with that, I was introduced to technology education and STEM education. And um, we did a lot of recruiting events. I started going to conferences with them to represent the school. And through there, got connected with a few companies that um, I kind of represent now and I'm going to go to trade shows and um, do presentations for them. So um, something that came from the school that I really had no idea about the technology education side or really about STEM education. So um, it's I go to about two conferences a year with um, Pitsco Education, which Together, we've made a product called a fold and roll dragster, which is available in kits for teachers from K through 12th grade to purchase. And it comes with a workbook and all these different activities that kids can learn um, different elements of STEM by building their own dragster out of paper. And it comes with wheels and axles, so they get to race them and have a lot of fun with it. So. Um, just kind of something that I can kind of relate to drag racing and bring back into my world um, the importance of STEM and then bring into the STEM world the importance that racing has and how many different elements of STEM go into drag racing. Right. Now, of course, with being a designer, you obviously know about brand and have done a phenomenal job branding you know, building the brand of Team Randy Meyer Racing. You have your own uh, brand now, Megan Meyer Racing, and and seeing the importance of all that. You talked about social media and, and the use of it and the use of the internet. And a lot of times when we're talking with the technicians of today and in in our uh, shop owners, it's, uh, you know, the internet is a big discussion. How is How has the internet helped you be able to build the relationship that you have number one with your fans um, or in the shop owner's case, the customer, how has that, you know, transitioned over the last five years? Is it been a slow growth? Is it, uh, you know, is it 278 miles an hour down the track? How how fast (laughs) is it going and is it important? Yeah, for the racing side, I'd say it's a very important, very crucial, um, like I said earlier, it's kind of the way how we connect with our fans when they're not broadcasting our races on TV. And um, even when they do broadcast our race, it's a week later. So over seven days go by after our race is completely finished. And, um, you know, someone's not going to wait until they see it on TV to know who wins the race. So for us to use social media and post real quick pictures and videos of what's going on in the weekend, it's just grown our fan base so much. Um, I actually got started uh, with a Facebook page my freshman year of college. It was a class assignment that we had to make um, Facebook, a YouTube, a Twitter, a blog, and um, post on these daily so we could learn how the social media works. And it was just an intro web design class and it stuck with me and I just took off from there. So 
Um, right now on my Instagram is the biggest one out of all my platforms and I have over 16,000 followers. So wow. my goal for the end of the year is to get to 20 K. Yeah. And so, um, I, I have a plan. I, I see it happening. So, um, it should be easy to gain those followers and Instagram has really, um, come up with some new, um, techniques and, and, to uh, grow your page with the new IGTV and you can yeah. post on stories and the hashtags and locations. And there's just so many different elements you can use to reach out to new eyeballs to come and find you. So now, if you're on Instagram, you do own like one of the hashtags, right? Yeah. It's pretty much yours. Yeah. I have the championship awaits is my hashtag and I have it printed on my front wing of my car and then um, I also use hashtag Megan Meyer Racing, Randy Meyer Racing, Meyer Sisters Racing. Um, and then, yeah, and I have a note saved in my phone, a list of all these hashtags. So I don't <laughs> type it out every single time. <laughs> so, you know, with learning all of this, you know, from racing, um, obviously you're part of a family owned business there. Has that helped grow the business there um, with dad? It has a little bit. Um, definitely not as much as it has with our race team. Um, and that's something that we do need to work on. Um, usually what we'll use our Facebook page for, for Meyer Truck Center, is to um, post when we have new trucks or that we are selling, which are tow trucks, wreckers, um, small and heavy duty rollbacks, things like that. So uh, basically we'll just have a link to our website of where they can find all the information and pictures about this truck that's for sale and then have them call our shop to talk to a salesman to figure out price and details and all that. And so um, it has grown and um, we do see new interactions on there and, and we'll have new people comment and they could be asking for more information or for the price on the truck or whatever. Um, and I don't know exactly, I need to look this up to see how many of the sales that we have have came from Facebook leads. Um, but it is something that we kind of struggle with because our market is so niche um, for us to really advertise to the public is not really our target market. So we're looking right. to advertise to towers, to people that need um, trailers for transportation and things like that. So um, it is something that we struggle with that um, I'm trying to learn the market better to figure out what our customers look for in advertising and in social media. Um, it's just a little hard when I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> right. 60% so, of the year. Yeah. And I'm traveling the States and I'm not at home to be able to work. <laughs> right. And and when you talked about those different platforms, you know, obviously there's, those are a lot, a lot of the platforms you're using are, it's a direct to consumer world where it is, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of faces, a lot of touches, a lot of things there. But in, for the instance that you're talking about with the truck center, you know, a good use uh, for for that being LinkedIn, just choosing the right platform and things like that. So mm -hmm. um, one thing I was going to say is that all of this comes down to you do have, as I said, the best looking ride and all of top alcohol. 
you have a new a new sponsor on board, right? Did any of that have you know any of that uh, that branding and that track record have anything to do with that? Yes, it did. Um, and yes, we do have a great track record. Um, as the entire team, we have fifty two NHRA wins, and um, to add on to that, outside of our NHRA wins, which would be our junior dragster and super comp, we have um, 79 wins total. So we are one of the winningest teams in our class. Um, and I did um, look up a list. We're in the, uh, I believe um, my dad is number 20 for the winningest driver out of almost 200 drivers that have won a race in our class. And um, our team is in the top 10 total for the amount of wins that we have. So um, we have a lot of um, data. We have a lot of history in the sport, which has helped um, for us to keep our current sponsors and partners and just relationships that we've built over the years. But then with the addition of all the new marketing and graphic design and social media and videos and just all this output of new data that people can see, it's really grown our team to be on the next level. Um, I really don't see any other team that does as much marketing and advertising that we do and um, a lot of that is because we are just simply going to more races because we have more drivers on our team. So we have more opportunities to go to different events. And um, but we are doing the best we can to push that information out there. So um, it has helped me get NGK Sparkplugs to be my title sponsor for this year and next year um, to have Menards join our team and Celsius fitness drinks to come on board with us and also to um, have weld wheels come on and be an actual dealer for them to sell their wheels at the track and represent them while we're there with the other racers because they're not always there to have the opportunity to have a dealer or a rep at the track there for them. So um, really this year, it's been an amazing year. Um, Last year, we didn't really have that much partnerships going on, but from last year to this year, it has just been a complete uphill climb, and things are just really looking great for us. And, um, and yeah, I think um, for us adding the In the Pits contest, it has helped us a lot because we've gotten a lot of recognition at the track from other teams that have saw that. And been like, wow, that's such a great idea. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so, so speaking of, I mean, you you do all this, Megan, and, and all this marketing, and where do you find time to drive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we only go five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, where where are we at in the season for Megan Meyer Racing? Are we? You got you mentioned you got six races to go. Yes. So, um, I do 17 races total. So we are about, um, almost two thirds of the way done with the year. And so things have been going great. I got three wins this year so far and a couple of runner ups and semifinal finishes. Um, I did start off the season kind of slow. Um, I didn't qualify for my second race of the year, which really hurt us. And, um, it was a race that 
last year I had won. So we just expected to return and win again. And instead I didn't qualify. So, um, it, it hurt us and it was really heartbreaking and kind of put us down in the dumps, but we turned around from that. We went home and had a refresh and just came to a new track and, um, had more um, trust in our cars and more belief in us. And, um, and then we won, uh, my first race that we won was, um, the Charlotte four whites, which was a very exciting time because NGK spark plugs was sponsoring the event. And it was the first time they've ever done that. And so for us to have the NGK car in the winter circle was the best ever. So it really gave us a new confidence for the year. And, um, we gained two wins right after that. And so things have just been kind of going great. Um, we, uh, like I said, got a semifinal finish at my last race. And so, um, which kind of ended my win streak, which I'm a little upset about, but I have a chance to uh, restart again. And so my next race will be in two weeks in Brainerd, Minnesota, and it'll be a national event, so it will be televised. Um, and so we're really looking forward to it. It's sponsored by Lucas Oil, which is the sponsor of our entire series and then also a sponsor for our team. So um, we really hope to win the race for Lucas and to have um, a Lucas car in the winner's circle for them. Yeah. So how have you done at that track before? Um. I've struggled a little bit there, um, but with our second car and with Justin driving it, he won the race last year. So um, it is, we race in good weather up there. Um, It's usually the temperatures are cooler, so we can kind of run a little bit better. But, um, you know, it's sometimes it can be freezing cold where you need a sweatshirt or it can be really hot out. So the track temperature changes a lot. So, um, you know, it's just, it's one of those where you should run good, but there are some tricky situations that you can get into. Last year I lost in the semifinals. So, um, really hoping to improve on that, make it to the finals this year and hopefully get the win. Um, Last I checked, there was about 10 cars entered, and it is a 16-car field. So I'm sure the field will fill up fast by the week of the event. But I think um, on the list, it was all A-fuel-injected nitro cars on there. I didn't think any blower cars were on that list. Okay, so that's that's great. So you mentioned Lucas Oil as one of your sponsors, and and. There's a race coming up, I believe, at Lucas Oil Raceway in Indianapolis. Is that right? The U.S. Yes. Nationals. It's a pretty important race, right? Yep. So what number? What number is that in the uh, the lineup there? Um. Let's see. That will be number twelve for me. Yeah, number twelve. So that's over Labor Day weekend, and yes. it just so happens that Technician Academy and Team Randy Meyer Racing and uh, your generosity of uh, helping us put this program together um, have the respect is learned in the pits program that is coming up over over that race and 
If you'd like, uh, let everybody know who is going to be your intern for that week in Indianapolis. Yes. So, um, so last year was the first year that we did the in the pits program, and we had Kyle be our intern, and he was great. He absolutely loved it. He had so much enthusiasm for the weekend. It was so awesome. So it really gave us um, high hopes going into this year. um, We had a lot of applications submitted and we were um, really excited about everyone that turned in an application. Um, It was hard picking our finalists. It came down to two guys and um, really what set our winner apart was that um, he he really showed passion for the sport and for the industry and the willingness to learn, which is huge for us because it is something completely different that they have never done before, probably have never been exposed to. So for someone to come into our operation and learn everything in a day and then be able to actually work on the car for the entire weekend, you know, you really have to have an open mind and be able to learn and adapt fast and know how to react if something goes wrong. And, um, and just the way how our team operates and with my guys and all that. So, um, the two finalists that we came down to was armor and Joseph. And, um, we picked Joseph Martino to be our winner. Who's out of uh, crystal Lake, Illinois. And, um, we, are excited to have him. Um, I hope that he loves it. He does have some background in the drag racing world, which um, is really not a requirement for this, but it does help to have some experience at the drag strip going into um, this race. So we're happy for Joseph. And he was so excited when he got the call that he won. Yes, it was uh, last week. We were able to jump on the phone and uh, together, call Joe and, and let him know that he was the respect is learned in the pits program winner for 2018. And, uh, his, uh, his shock on the phone, it was, uh, I've never won anything. This is awesome. You know, thank you so much. Thank you so much. But, uh, I, I can just tell that, um, he's the right guy for the job this year. Now, for those who don't know, Richard, what is respect is learned in the pits? Well, respect is learned in, in the pits is is a, a way that um, you know in the industry we've always looked at to earn respect we we have to put in our time as technicians uh, you know to be respected by fellow technicians we we have to put in our time but a big part of that is in and earning that is is learning and, and through training being trained and, and continuing that training because training for a technician never stops. And that's, that's one of the things that uh, excited me about Joe was, I mean, he talked about his grade point average, which I believe he finished even higher than what he, what he, he finished us. higher than a 3.7 GPA. The, it was funny because uh, when we were calling him, he was just walking out of his final. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a day for him. Uh, when you listen to the audio, it'll be on, on the website. Um, he had just finished a final, so I asked him, I, I said, hey, Joe, are you still a, a student at McHenry County College in Crystal Lake, Illinois? And he was like, well, that's kind of, well, I just finished my last final. 
I'm a graduate. And, and then I said, well, that's great. That's one of the, the check boxes we need here. Uh, I have somebody that's going to be on the line to let, uh, that wants to talk with you. And that's when we introduced Megan. And so in one day he graduates, uh, with a higher than 3.7 GPA and he, he's awarded the, uh, respect is learned in the pits 2018, um, winner of the contest. And then I think that's a a great sign of, of a great future technician. I mean, he, he didn't rest on the, on the grade point average he had. He continued on and, and in the video he submitted, I mean, I was impressed by, uh, you know, they had suffered a fire in their garage and, and lost some cars and, and had damaged some cars and they were, they were working towards rebuilding those cars. So it's like they never stop moving forward. Yeah. And, and even the time that he recorded the uh, video, you know, had a long day. He was at work. He works at the school, uh, had been in class. And then, he, you know, he goes out to his garage and, and takes us around for a walk and shows us everything. And it's midnight. You know, he's still putting in the work at midnight to make sure that uh, he knew that, uh, you know, submitting that video was going to be, you know, that thing that uh, that he had to get done that day. Uh so it was midnight and he was still out there shooting the video for his submission to, you know, get that task done as well. So definitely a, a hard worker. Um, Megan, you want to is, is when Joe's out there, is he just checking tire pressures and uh, cleaning off the windshield? Nope. Uh, we're going to have him hands on full on mechanic. And I just want to touch back on the video submission and um, really why it's important to us is, um, you know, it's great that we get the paper application and they have um, to write a paragraph of why they should be chosen. But to go on to the next step and make an actual video of why you deserve to um, have this opportunity and why you want it and what you want to learn from it, it's really great for us to one, just see them and just know what they look like, but to also see their personality, um, what they're into, kind of their background, and just get a, a well-rounded image of who this person is that we're going to pick to work on our team for a weekend. And so um, I know it's not always the um, funnest time to make and edit a video and you might have to record yourself 10 times doing the same thing over and over again and, and it might take a few hours to do it but it's definitely worth it in the long run and um even just in social media video is just growing like crazy and everyone wants to see videos um pictures are still in but video is the hot thing now so video um, is king yeah. So, and, um, so yeah, so, but going back to what Joe is going to be doing. So, um, we are going to have him, he will be my tire guy. He will be in charge of tire pressure, but I'm also going to put him in charge of draining the oil out of the car each run and then adding three gallons of oil back in the car. Um, helping my head mechanic, Adrian, um, change spark plugs, take the valve covers off so Adrian can check the valves. And um, if there is any major work that needs to get done where we have to replace a head or anything like that, for him to be able to jump in and help Adrian do his job. And so he'll be in charge of a whole lot of different things, um, be hands-on with every single part 
of the car. And um, as far as cleaning the car, I think we'll have uh, McKenna be in charge of that. Oh, yes. She she absolutely adored that last year. She's uh, <laughs> she she's ready and uh, we'll make sure she's all rested up so that she gets that done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I think when uh, last year's race was over, I told Sean that uh, maybe he needs to get McKenna a junior dragster. Think you can hook him up with that, Megan? Yes, I think he should too. I think she's ready for it. <laughs> uh, she is definitely a competitor. Um, we we definitely need to get on that. That would I would uh, I'd love to see that. So <laughs> going back to Joe, I mean, one thing about and and I definitely want everybody to to chime in on this but one thing when i watched joe's video and when he told me what time of night it was and, and you could clearly see he was maybe tired from the day but his his hum he was humble uh you know he was humble and and you felt like he was he was a hard worker that's that's the two things that come through to me about his video uh yeah he's he's excited about um working on cars i mean he even had a outboard motor there that someone would give to him that uh I think you, during the phone call, I was going to hook him up with a spark plug for that. Yes. Yep. I will get on that. <laughs> yeah, it was a three and a half uh, horsepower outboard. Uh, I think it was a Mercury. Somebody had given him, and he would. Uh, he just refused to let it go, and he was going to fix it. Mm-hmm. The last uh, last piece that he needed to uh, to complete. You know, for those who don't know about how this came about, you know, as Technician Academy came into existence, you know, we had several ways in which we were interacting with all of our listeners and listen, you know, the individuals on the website and attending the schools. And we just said, you know, what is a unique opportunity that we could present? And one of the things that we always talk about and Richard always talks about is, is the lack of, of trained technicians going into the industry or the lack of individuals wanting to go in it. So um, we put this program together as, as, a, as a way to, number one, reward those who do go in and put in the time and, and who are put in the blood, sweat, and tears, so to speak, to, to get to the level of being the automotive technician and giving them that extra. But you know, Megan, what is the future? What does the future look like if you want to be a technician in NHRA today? If you want to be on a race team, what do you need to do? Um, so if you were an intern for the independence program, that's like the perfect introduction to NHRA and to get on a team for a full-time job. But if you're not, it's... Um, Really, it's not as hard as what um, someone may seem to think. Um, it is really intimidating, so it's hard to kind of get the nerve to go up to a team and, and talk to them and get your foot in the door with it. But um, everyone in our industry and in the class and the sport has been around it for years, and so everyone is very um, close and we all rely on each other. And if someone recommends um, a person to be a crew member, we trust them 100% and, um, and believe in them. And so um, everyone really wants to go to top fuel, um, but there is a lot of turnover in the top fuel ranks with crew guys because it is just constant traveling, working 24 um, seven, 
being home for maybe 10 weekends in a year. And so um, there's a lot of turnover with that, which is kind of um, helps us in a way because we get some of those um, top fuel crew guys that they um, they're just tired of being on the road so much and being away from their families that they still want to be in the sport somehow, but they still um, they don't want to be gone as much. So for us to not race as much as they do um, or for them to just pick and choose events that they want to go to and come work at, that's where we come in and it works perfect for our program and for other teams in our class it's exactly what we need so um for someone to kind of um jump into it and be a full-time crew guy really all you got to do is just get connections of who's racing and um really just learn who's in the sport and what they're doing and who they're working with and so um for us to bring this program into our sport is really something new that no team has ever really done, like I mentioned before. So it's the perfect opportunity for us to bring new faces into the sport and for us to recommend these kids that are, um, once they graduate college, if they want to come and be a full-time crew guy on a top alcohol team or a top fuel team, we can recommend them and give them that um, approval that they need because even though it's just one race that they come and help at, they can learn so much in those three days. And it's really, it's the same thing over and over each weekend. You do the same thing each weekend. So if you can do it once and get it down, you can do it for the rest of the year. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, so we're excited that we, um, are starting this opportunity for kids, um, there are a lot of new um, kids and younger people um, that are getting into the sport, um, whether it's drivers or crew members or um, people that want to do PR work or marketing for a team or whatever. So um, it's really cool to see the millennials getting into drag racing. And for me being one of them, um, just to have friends that are my age and not some old guys that I've known for my whole life. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so we're excited about it. It's, you know, it's really positive for the sport to just bring in new people and, um, with them, they'll bring in their friends and their family and everyone that they know, they'll encourage them to come to the races to watch them work. So it's really just a win-win for all um and you know it's just the perfect thing for someone to add on to their resume to make them stand out for going into the tech field if they don't want to be a crew guy on a race team but they they just want to go and be a technician at a shop you know they can have this event on their resume and it'll make them stand out and have um some more credit than the guy next to him that didn't go to a drag race to work. Meg, I mean, you mentioned some things there and one thing I want to touch on and, and get your feedback on is what are the other teams in NHRA that are aware that you're doing the technician Academy program the, in the pits promotion? What's some of the feedback you hear from the other teams? 
most of the teams that have been giving us feedback are ones that we race against in the top alcohol class. There has been a few top fuel teams that have heard about it um, just from us talking about it at the track one-on-one or them seeing something on social media. So we've gotten a lot of positive feedback from it. Um, nothing bad has ever been said. A lot of it, it's just, why didn't I think of this? Um, how can I set this up? And so we're, um, you know, we haven't really advertised that other teams can do this if they want to, but um, we do encourage them to just go to the school that's in their hometown and just reach out to them and say, hey, we need a kid to come work this weekend. Um, you know, is someone free and they want to come help us out? We'd love it. And um, I mean, really, that's how it was back in the old day when you yeah. got started racing. Yeah, so, when them old guys uh, were around. You know? Really, it's not anything um, new. It's just the fact that we've branded it and we put a name to it and a logo and we market it. That's what's really making it stand out. And so um, I know that the UNOH school um, sponsors a few of the drag racing teams a little bit. And so they do have interns that come and they'll work all summer long on a top fuel team. And so they've been having some success with that, but they don't really advertise it. Um, they don't really say much about it at the track that I've seen. So for us to just get the name out about this, it's really getting a lot of recognition just from the initial marketing efforts that we've done. Well, that's great. Cause I mean, I, I, I would love, I mean, this industry needs more items like that. Uh, you know, speaking as a technician, I mean, those options, you're right. I mean, used to a drag team would talk to a school or even pick up a, a kid out of high school that uh, was interested in sport and take him along to do nothing, maybe more than just, uh, you know, change tires or, or check air. Uh, so, I mean, being able to move the industry a little bit further that way, and it would be great if more top alcohol and, and even top fuel teams would adopt that and and bring young people into their pits. Absolutely. And and even at a younger age, as we move in with the Technician Academy starting, you know, middle school programs and getting in there, you know, that's where it all hit home for me is when I was at that younger age and I did just that, you know, changed tires, uh, checked uh, tire pressures, uh, looked at made sure the fuel was full, uh, clean gauges, just did whatever it was. But I felt like I was a part of the team. And, and every time the car went down the track or the truck went down the pit, um, you, f- you felt pride in that. And, and that connection has stayed with me even today. So if we could get more individuals to the sport and see that um, NHRA to me and is one of the most open sports to its fans. And for those who don't know, Megan, um, and any, you need VIP tickets to get to see you, right? If you're at a race, like it's, it's closed door, red carpet only, or can you just walk to the Randy Meyer racing pit and see Megan? You can literally walk into my trailer, like at the track. All you need is the general admission ticket and nothing else. And there, I think it's about $30 a day for the NHRA events. And so, um, so yeah, it really sets um, the sport apart from other auto sports like NASCAR or IndyCar, where you have zero access to the drivers or the crew or the pit. 
and it's all behind closed doors or gates or whatever. So for NHRA to be so open about it, it's great and it's it hasn't ever caused issues before. And um, we always welcome fans to get in closer and they can come into the pits and, and take home some used parts with them as well because we don't need them, so you can take them. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so um, for someone to be a crew member on a NASCAR or any car team, there's so much that they have to do and um, just a process they have to go through and um, and they have to um, be able to, you know, move very fast when they need to change a tire, or feel up the car or whatever when they have their pit stops. Um, for us, it's, it's a lot more laid back, so we're not as tense as they are, but it is still a fast pace and adrenaline rushing. And, um, I do know, um, like on Hendrick's team, um, we got to visit him in Charlotte and all that. And, um, I know that they take, um, retired college athletes as their crew members because they need someone that has the agility and speed to move very fast and, um, to be strong enough to do whatever they need them to do. So, um, just your average, Joe or average technician guy might not be qualified or fast enough to do what they're doing. So NHRA is very diverse. It's very open for someone um, that is more normal, I'd say, to um, to come into the sport and to race and have their own team or be a crew member or just whatever. So NHRA um, is really growing and that's where you'll kind of see a decline in NASCAR um, with just the sponsors and drivers and things like that. And so NHRA is on the move and they're just doing everything right right now. They are absolutely doing things, heading in the right direction, uh, engaging the fans. It is a true experience. Um, If you've never been to the track, I suggest that you go up. If you're in the Indianapolis area, Kind of hard for me to believe if you're in the Indianapolis area, if you've never been to the U.S. Nationals. But if you haven't or if you're close, make sure that you stop in. It is a it's an experience just to see not only the top alcohol dragsters uh, go down the track, but the uh, sportsman classes as well as the top fuel. It's it's a it's a life changing uh, event. And hopefully we believe that Joseph uh, Martino is going to have that kind of day and that kind of week in the pits with you there over Labor Day weekend and uh, be able to contribute at the highest level and hope that uh, he gets to touch a Wally. Yes, hope so. We almost had a chance last year, um, just barely lost it in the final round there. So we are excited to return to Indy and get that chance again. I know there will be a lot of tough competition there because it is the biggest drag race in the world. And for sportsman racers, it's probably the second biggest because for us, the largest one is the Jags all-stars race, which is in Chicago. We had that earlier in June. So um, there'll be a lot of tough competitions there. So we got to be on our A game. And so we're going to trust Joe to um, do his job right and to, um, to learn as much as he can for that weekend. And for us, the bottom line is to, um, not only just win the race and represent our sponsors and our team well, but to introduce him to a new sport or um, for him to have a new love for the sport and um, to go on and for him to continue on with that, whether he wants to 
go to his local drag strip and, and help out someone there or race one of his own cars or whatever. So for us, it's about having fun, going there to win, but we also want Joe to learn as much as he can. Yeah, and one thing I want to make sure that the listener knows, I mean, we talk about Joe's going to, you know, be over the tire and charge the tire and air pressure and such, but, you know, that's a key component of the total tune of the car. Uh, so, I mean, it's not, you're not giving him some just uh, fluff job. I mean, you're you're putting some, some pressure on Joe to uh, make sure he does right. Yes, and I don't want to scare him and put too much pressure on him. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, tire pressure is a huge deal for us. I mean, we can change a temp in our tire pressure, and it'll make a difference for us the way how we get traction getting off the starting line to get down the track. So um, for us, the two major things that we can change right before we started the car is the wheelie bar height off the ground and tire pressure. So that's something that he's constantly going to have to be checking and Adrian's going to be on him to make sure it's right before we start at the car. Well, that's great. Yeah. And, and he gets to go to the launch pad. He, he, he is active in the entire uh, process. Uh, Kyle, last year oh my goodness the smile on his face and the uh the experience and you as the team uh handing him that clutch plate and allow him allowing him to uh test fire uh the dragster that was uh that was a very special moment so uh we thank you and and look forward to seeing joe do that here uh over labor day weekend this this year Yes, and uh, we've been able to stay in touch with Kyle and his family, and he's been out racing his truck and doing awesome with that. And um, we do have the opportunity for him to return to our team and help us out in St. Louis um, in October if he's, or yeah, October if um, if he's available. He can, he has a chance to come back and help us out. Well, that's great. I mean, that, and that's that is that's a true testament to to Kyle's abilities and, and the team's uh, acceptance of Kyle being on the team. Yeah. That's great. So Megan, you know, we, you got six races to go four national events. One of those being, uh, you know, the nationals in Indianapolis. Um, so I, I look for some great things. Uh, and, and I'm excited that you guys picked Joe. I think he's, uh, he, I think he's going to be a real good fit for you guys. Yes, we're all excited. And uh, I know it's just going to be a fun weekend no matter what the turnout is. And um, it should be a, a smooth weekend for our team. So we've taken up a lot of your time, Megan. I mean, you know, I mean, just telling us about what team manager for Randy Meyer Racing was is, is sounded tiring to me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you do a good job. You do a great job. And, uh, you know, I've seen the team, you, you guys have always been successful, but the marketing and, and the way you've moved social media, moved the needle for Randy Meyer and Megan Meyer racing has really been phenomenal. Well, thanks Richard. And, um, and yeah, I kind of hope to, to raise the bar for our class and encourage other teams to kind of step up. Um, I know a lot of the guys out there that we're racing against, it's just old older men that they've been doing it forever and um they don't really have any sponsors they're just using their own dime to race and just go have fun with their family so but there are a few teams out there that are hardcore 
um, trying to get as many sponsors and partners as they can so they can go racing. So um, there's a lot of uh, new faces that are showing up and, and we're um, excited to have a lot of those new faces on our team with the rental drivers that we have. And, um, and also, I don't know if we mentioned uh, Motorrad coming on board to help us out for the event. Um, just another new face, a new name that'll be out there on the drag strip. That's right. Yeah. Motorrad from uh, right down the street here in Mount Carmel, Illinois, uh, stepped up and, and came in and said, yeah, you know, this uh, Respect is Learned in the Pits program is something that, uh, that we really uh, want to have and, and be a part of. And it, 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 it's very close to our mission and getting individuals into the automotive industry as well as performance, uh, performance, uh, automotive sports. So yeah, once again, like you said, thanks to, uh, Motorrad for, uh, stepping up and being our, uh, 2018 in the pit sponsor there. Well, I, like I said, we've, we've taken up a lot of time and, you know, we've given our listeners an idea of what, uh, what Joe's going to get to deal with. Uh, hopefully some of our listeners keep their eyes open and ready for, uh, you know, the possible next promotion from technician Academy and Megan Meyer racing, Randy Meyer racing. Yeah. Keep your, uh, eyes out for it. You're, uh, maybe on the next podcast, something will be released, but we have some exciting news, uh, at technician Academy, uh, coming out over the next couple of months. Um, if you're in the Atlanta area, we will be at Auto Mechanica uh, next week, and we will be participating in the uh, future of the automotive industry. We'll, I'll be uh, part of a panel uh, in front of high school students discussing what opportunities are available in the automotive industry for them. Looking forward to that. So Auto Mechanica is on the list. Uh, we'll definitely be out at uh, Seaman Apex and be looking for additional uh, programs that uh, will be released shortly. It's been a fun year. The newsletter continues to uh, in- increase. Uh, the podcast is always great with Richard. Um, in the Pits program, hopefully some additional programs like it in the, way, in the wings here. And we will continue on the road of, of educating not only today's technician, but the tomorrow's technician of what the industry uh, has to offer yeah and, and megan you you're i mean we wish you the best on brainerd uh hopefully you come away with a wally there and uh maybe maybe you get back on that winning streak and and when you hit the u.s nationals there's uh no doubt that the, the uh, championship awaits mm, yes i'm looking forward to it and uh and thank you and um, you know, I'm just excited to, to return back to Indy. And um, for people that don't know, my dad is originally from Indiana, so we will have a lot of family out there. So it'll be a fun weekend for all of us. Absolutely. Uh, if you don't mind, Megan, would you uh, let everybody know where they can find if they they don't know what your website address is or any of your uh, Instagram or Facebook or anything? How can they get a hold of uh, Megan Meyer? They can find me at MeganMeyerRacing.com or on Instagram and Facebook, um, MeganMeyer.Racing. I'm on Twitter as Meyer Sisters, which uh, represents my sister, Rachel, and I. And on YouTube as Randy Meyer Racing Team, we also have Randy Meyer Racing Facebook page and website. So 
a lot of different platforms out there for you guys to reach out to us and um, check out our content and, uh, um, you know, let us know who you are so we can uh, reach out to you. Yeah. And if you don't mind, uh, pass our congratulations on to Rachel. I've done that in my best use of social media that I, I have. And uh, but I have not reached out to her personally and said congratulations. So if you would pass that along on behalf of uh, myself, Richard and, and all the Technician Academy. Yes, I definitely will. Thank you. All right, Megan. Again, thank you for your time. And, and uh, you know, I hope the listeners are uh, excited about maybe maybe they can find a, a event near them that uh, Randy Meyer and Megan Meyer will be at. Um, so and then they can go to your website and find the schedule where you're going to be. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Um, our schedule is on both of our websites so they can look out there and see who's going to be driving when and where. All right. Great. So is there anything you want the listeners to know before we, we sign off? Um, no, I think we touched on everything. Uh, thank you, Richard and Sean, for having me on. Um, it's been a great podcast. So I'm excited to uh, to see you guys back in India again in about a month. Yeah, time uh, ticking quickly here. We'll be there before you know it. Looking forward to it. Actually, I can't get here fast enough. Uh, I love that event. Uh, I love the week there at, at the track. And uh, can't wait to see everybody again. It's uh, I think this will be our fourth uh, fourth year to come and celebrate with Team Randy Meyer Racing. Yes. Now, and Megan, keep in mind that uh, McKenna is needing that junior dragster. Yeah, you have to help her go pick one out, I guess. <laughs> or uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure there'll be some on display. I'll go take her over there and let her pick out her favorite one. Yeah, she she'll do that just like she wants her puppy and uh, everything, <laughs> all those <laughs> other uh, those wants that uh, that she has. But yeah, no, she we, she absolutely. Uh, loves Megan Meyer in that weekend. So, uh, that's great. Yep. And that's just a testament to what NHRA is. It's a family oriented, uh, competition and, and the, the Myers, Randy Meyer, Megan and Rachel are a true testament to that. So congratulations with that. And, and Megan, we're going to get off here and, uh, let you get, get to doing what you need to get done. And, uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you, Megan. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Technician Academy's podcast, brought to you by Extend Performance. Be sure to rate us on iTunes or Google Play and visit us online at technician.academy. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Please help us spread our Respect is Learn message by liking and sharing our content on your social media platforms. Technician.academy, where respect is learned.